everyone. I'm Mo. And I'm Katie. And this is the, the Mo, Mo and Katie, Katie Show. We are two friends from two different worlds. Coming together in harmony for one podcast, celebrating gratitude, humor, and positivity. We are random, ridiculous, and have been taking humor seriously since 2018. Each week, we'll share two positive news stories from around the world, a quirky fact, the day's weird holiday, a shared experience, and maybe even play a game. All while punning the crap out of each other. Mo, you can't say that. Fine. It's the, the Mo, Mo and Katie, Katie Show. Gratitude. Humor. Positivity. Hey, everybody. I'm Mo. And I'm Katie, and this is the, the Mo, Mo and Katie, Katie Show. How's it? it How's it going, Mo? Good. How are you? Got Good. that synced up really well. Yeah. It's like, oh, we were right next to me. We're not zooming today. <laughs> Greetings from the RV. That's right. We are recording in the RV, which we like to do on occasion. Yeah, it's, right, it's a, writing retreat. A weekend. writing retreat. We're working on some stuff. Having an occasional campfire. Yes, it's good stuff. It is so, great stuff. So thanks for tuning in and listening to us today. You may be, you know what, you know what, some people, and I know for a fact, one of our listeners named Judy for sure listens to us while she gardens. Wow. Yeah. Judy, I, I hope you did a nice round of pandiculation before you <laughs> gardened, which, as Laura knows, pandiculation is the the act of stretching oneself, especially upon waking. Now, Judy, I don't know if she's a, a daytime gardener or, a, like, first thing in the morning, but hopefully you pandiculated. Well, well, Ju- well <laughs> Judy did say that she listens to our podcast while she gardens, just in her headphones, and sometimes she laughs out loud and she wonders if her neighbor is, like, wondering what's going on, so... Judy, thanks for letting us garden with you. Yeah, and to Judy's neighbor, mind your own business. <laughs> <laughs> and I have to say, too, I said, you know, we had a lot of people play last week. When, yes. See, play, that was a pun. Ah. When, when uh, we posted about sports ball. It was a, and, yeah, uh, it was yeah, a ball. Teresa, yeah. Carrie, Saru, Judy, yes. Jojo, Laura all posted pictures. It Goals. Was, yeah. It was I Actually, <laughs> I posted. Oh, I get it. <laughs> I see what you scored there. No, and I actually posted a picture, too. You did. I did. You did. Of the, my, me and my soccer Well, I, I posted in our photo grid a p- picture of you and I playing foosball. Which, which we all agreed is not a sport. <laughs> but yet the only one I play. Yes. Well, you well, play singing, because I counted singing as a sport. That's true, and we're actually going to talk a little more about that today. Yes. A little teaser there. But first, Mo, gardening... You know, your neighbors looking at you while you laugh and garden is and, one thing going on in the world. And pandiculation <laughs> is one thing going on in the world. <laughs> Tell us what else is going on in the world. Okay. Imagine you're up, like, near Moscow, near the Arctic Circle. Okay. Okay. I'm there. There's these construction workers, these Arctic work- workers were up there, and they found an orphaned polar bear cub. Oh. And I know you like the word polar bear. I do. But... Like so these bears. these Arctic gold miners actually found this helpless bear cub because the mom had died. Aww. And so they kind of took her in, and the, the the bear cub was like a couple months old, but they took her in and stuff like that, and the furry little friend became their buddy. She even loved to give bear hugs. Oh my gosh. Yeah. Like, they <laughs> have pictures. They, I, they have pictures of this little polar bear, That's like, it. like hugging him and stuff like that. The problem was that the crew was getting ready to leave the base because their work was done, the contractors sure. up, and they didn't know what to do because they figured... Because they've been hugging the bear this whole time, that yeah. the bear wouldn't know how to fend for herself. And yeah. so they called the Moscow Zoo, and all the researchers basically just determined that the, probably the best course of action was to bring the, the polar bear cub mm. to the zoo. And so they Aww. brought her back to the zoo. And so I don't know that they've named her, but the polar bear's Aww. now in the Moscow Zoo. I want to 
to give her um, a hug. I know. Isn't that cute? Oh, that is super cute. Yeah, the pictures are really cute. So oh, we'll put that amazing. in the photo. Aw, yeah, I love that. Thank you to the Arctic gold miners. That was their real treasure, was finding the polar <laughs> That's bear. That's the real treasure. That's awesome. <laughs> All right, well, for my story today, we're going to zip over to Philadelphia, Pennsylvania, which okay. is not terribly far from here. And um, you're gonna say not far from Moscow, but it's, well, it's, a, well, it's a lot closer from here. Yeah, but anyway. it's no Austria. Um, <laughs> yeah, is that a still a thing? <sighs> okay, so there's a woman who lives in um, Philadelphia. Her name is Gloria Walker, and she has had a dream her whole life. Ever since she was a little girl, she's wanted to go to Egypt. Like a recurring dream? Well, no, I think have it's you ever just had a recurring dream like, like when you get sick? Like when I get sick, I always have the same dream. I am getting glared at. I'm sorry. I'm just no. Go ahead and finish. We're 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 veering off topic, but that's okay. Like we never do that. <laughs> Was that sarcasm? So when you get sick, you have the same dream every time you get sick. Yeah. Really? Yeah. I didn't know that. Yeah, that's why I stopped getting sick. <laughs> just enough of that. Yeah, that's ridiculous. Sick. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Philadelphia Walker. Okay. Yeah. Egypt. So so this woman Gloria Walker has wanted to go to Egypt since she was a child, and um, unfortunately she has been diagnosed with cancer, and so she's you know looking at her the rest of her life and how she wants to spend it. Her son, who is a middle school teacher, um, wanted to be able to fulfill this dream and take her to Egypt. So he started just. To raise money, the only way he knew, he knew how, and being in Philly, he knew how to make a really good cheesesteak. Oh, nice. So he started selling cheesesteaks. He put it on social media, on Instagram, and it just completely took off. He said that people were showing up at his house that he didn't even know. <laughs> uh, one day, in one day, they sold 96 cheesesteaks. Good Lord. <laughs> so uh, then a local food truck found out he was doing. They pitched in to help as well. And after it was all said and done, he had made $18,000. Wow. And it's enough to take... Um, some of the family members, including his mother, to Egypt so she could fulfill her dream. That's really so cool. So I love that, though, because he was resourceful. He, yeah. We can all do something. So yeah. he's like, all right, what can I do? I make cheesesteaks, and they look delicious. Let me, I'm going to show you a picture, which Ooh. is not good because we haven't eaten dinner yet, and yeah. that might be a bad idea. Well, let's expedite because we, yeah. <laughs> we are having steak tonight. That's right. As all good vegans do. <laughs> Hashtag world's, world's worst, worst vegan. vegan. <laughs> That's awesome. All right. Well, let's move on to a quirky fact then. And Mo is a world's worst vegan? <laughs> that is a quirky fact. <laughs> so nothing quirky about that. Um, our quirky fact for today is um, the longest one-syllable word in existence. Any idea what that might be? There's... Has what what Wait, what, one, do you ha- what do you mean longest one-syllable? It's it, the, the most letters in a one-syllable word. Oh. <laughs> Depends on how you spell it. Yeah. <laughs> like seven Why would you spell it? Oh. This, this word has, hold on, let me count. One, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine letters. Use it in a sentence. <laughs> well, then I'll have to tell you what the word is. Yeah, well, yeah, use it in a right. sentence. So, um, the hawk screeched as he pounced on the mouse. Screeched is the That's- longest... That's two syllables. Screeched? It is one syllable. Screeched. <laughs> How do you say it? Screeched. Yes, which is one syllable. Really? Yes. It's not screeched. It's not screeched. It's screeched. <laughs> Folks, do you, do you, you should do you, see the look I'm getting. Do you right have another now. quirky fact, like as a backup? 
case that one. You don't like that one? Yeah. All right. I have can you, quirky can fact. Can you I have claw, a backup quirky Can fact. you claw out another one? It's, it's double quirky fact day. All right. What do you think is the highest number of leaves ever found on a clover? <laughs> Screeched. Six. 56. Shut up. <laughs> All right. So this is the problem here. I give you the quirky facts. You don't believe me. <laughs> I, I, I believe you. That we, come on. Do you have a picture of that one? I don't. Well, you Didn't know. happen. My research is shoddy, shoddy at best. best. <laughs> You're such a brat. <laughs> Was that a pun? No, it's a lead into mine because I'm trying to get off of these quirky facts. <laughs> All right. Go oh, I'm so I'm so glad you admitted to being a brat. Yeah. Today is National Military Brats Day. Oh, there you go. Yeah. Yeah. Screech about that. I'm sorry. <laughs> Screech it about that. Um, you you and your 56 leaf clover. <laughs> so April is actually the month of the military child, and oh, okay. I actually learned something in preparing this. So all right, today is National Military Brats Day. Wow. But what I. <laughs> At first, again, because I was hungry, I thought it said brats. And I'm like, sweet. I'm all about military brats, you know. <laughs> anyway, it's not brats day. It's oh, military oh, brats day. But I also love acronyms. And I ah. did not know that brat was an acronym. I didn't know that either. Yeah, it's not an acronym for you civilian people. Okay. But So okay. military brats are basically children of service members. Okay. And so military brats have this, this kind of this history of being resilient sure. because they're always moving around and sure. stuff like that. And actually, I didn't know that the military brats have a motto, and it's, Children of the world, blown to all corners of the world, we bloom anywhere. Really? Yeah. So, but here's here's the, the evolution of the acronym BRAT. Okay. So before the American Revolution, when wives and children of British... This is so educational. I know. Screech it about it all. You <laughs> pendiculate about all you want. When wives and children of British military members were granted permission to accompany the military okay, member sure. on, on assignments, they were referred to as British Regiment Attached Traveler, or BRAT. Wow. I didn't know that. I actually did not know that until today. That is interesting. And the word brat is used outside of the military, so I want that must be the origin of the word. Like well, like somebody could be a brat, like a spoiled brat. Well, I don't know if that's I don't know if B R A T is the evolution of that kind okay. of brat. Okay. But military brats is an acronym, yeah. Interesting. Yeah. I t- you know what? This is you such can't, a learning experience. You cannot put so, you can't pen- pendiculate. <laughs> You know Put that what? in your garden and pandiculate it, Ju- Judy. <laughs> <laughs> I was going to say hoe it, but that's not right. <laughs> well, speaking of brats, this is a great segue. Speaking of hoes. <laughs> oh, that also fit. No. Sorry, Jen. This is a great transition into our... We're going to do our uh, something special today. Instead yes. of a shared experience in a game, we actually have a guest today on the Mo and Katie show. And this guest... Happens to be, I'm just going to say it, she happens to be my sister. She happens to be. I have one sister, and she is it. Well, I already gave her name. Lucky, lucky girl. Yeah. But she <laughs> and I, so, and, and a couple of weeks ago on our show, we talked about music. Mm-hmm. We wanted to follow up by more specifically talking about the barbershop style of music. Yep. That's very special because that's actually how Mo and I met each other. Yep. Was at a barbershop event. Yep. So we both have barbershop in our lives. My sister and I grew up as barbershop brats, as it's often called. Yep. Because because our... you were British regiment attached travelers. Exactly. <laughs> Clearly. <laughs> so we grew up around barbershops, so we're barbershop brats. So um, 
yeah, so with no further ado, let's uh, let's talk to my sister, my Jen. Sister, Cook. welcome back, yes. Jen. It's good to have you. Thank on. you. And have you met your sister? Yes. Hi, yeah. Katie. It's nice to meet you. <laughs> nice to meet you, Katie. <laughs> you look familiar. I believe you. You know, picture me in a swing or something. <laughs> whoa. When you were about a year old. Whoa, <laughs> that was me. Whoa, whoa. Aww. A baby swing, you weirdo. <laughs> Not sure that made it any better. I think you really, really have to qualify. All of our all of our terminology has yeah. to be qualified. Picture me in a playpen. <laughs> That's it. Whoa. All right, well then picture me in a French maid outfit. <laughs> Done. <laughs> Well, it's only because that's what I'm wearing right now. That wasn't that hard. Right, exactly. It was very easy. It was not much of a leap. Sorry. (laughs) Anyway, so we want to talk specifically about Barbershop, and then um, we do, our mascot is the tangent, so God knows where this conversation is going to go. Yes. You know. Especially with the three of us. Yeah, (laughs) absolutely. It's not like, you know, bras hanging up from from furniture and whatnot. You just never know. So, okay. Um, And all the dryer sheets I keep finding in my pocket, so... (laughs) Anyway, okay, so would you call yourself strictly a barbershopper, or, like, is that your predominant style of music that you prefer? That's my predominant style. I um, I studied music at the University of Akron for three Go years, Zips. and when I did that, it was... Oh, yes, Zips. Zippy, <laughs> Zippy the, the kangaroo, kangaroo was our mascot. I just want to put that out there. But I studied actually, opera yesterday, then. Actually, actually yesterday was <laughs> yes. National Zipper Day. Oh my, see, it all comes full circle. It's weird. I'm just saying. It is weird. Okay, anyway, sorry. let the woman talk. No, 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 it's all good. So I studied opera, and I love opera, but I didn't want to spend the rest of my life Operating. singing opera. And I love jazz, swing, Ella Fitzgerald, all that era. Oh, love that music, too. That's so good. how did you get into barbershop specifically, then? Was it through your mom? Yes, definitely through my mom. In fact, as soon as I graduated from college, she came to Nashville and said, okay, we're going to find you a chorus. Oh. And off we went. <laughs> no looking back. That was it. No looking back. That was 21 years ago when I first wow. joined uh, Sweet Adelines. So awesome. I'm always jealous mm-hmm. of people that have been in Sweet Adelines or been around barbershop for that long. So, mm. so we Katie, were, is that- we were actually talking earlier, Mo and I were talking earlier about Brigade. And so actually, yes. I should thank you... Jen, that Mo and Katie show is a thing because if you hadn't invited me to go to Brigade, I never would have met Mo and there would be no Mo and Katie show. I am taking total credit for the Mo and Katie show from now on. In fact, I would like a tiny little byline um, cool. created, made we- possible by Jen Cook. Can our, we our generous sponsor is Jen Cook. <laughs> so we actually, like you know, you. so actually one of the workshops we're doing is we talk about our origin story about how we met. And I don't know if, if, if Katie's ever told you about the whiskey room, because we were actually, we had got done singing. You are a part of this story. Yeah. We, <laughs> you. Great. So Jen, the other Mo, yes. me and Katie yes. had sang, and then you and Mo disappeared to go talk about something. And we were just stuck there. We had known each other for a whole song. <laughs> and, uh, and, and some other people lured me away with uh, the offer with of whiskey. whiskey. And so, I followed. Oh, yeah. So that's, it's good to know you can be lured away with whiskey. Yeah. So anyway, that's, that's kind of what, ha- what cemented our, our friendship, yes. too. But That's so funny because I think Mo and I went away to talk about getting a quartet together. I think that's how Swing Theory got started. <laughs> wow. 
Mm-hmm. So we're responsible for swing theory. You so are yeah, welcome. Made we, possible by Mo and We'd like to be in your bylaw, please. You, are, you get credit for the Mo and Katie show. We it's like these, these bylines just keep referring to each other. Okay, so that actually, more more. But that actually brings up a good question then. So you're a part of Sweet Adelines International and Harmony mm-hmm. Inc., which are two, they're both female barbershop organizations. Is that right? Yes, and I'm also a member of BHS, of course you are. Barbershop yeah. Harmony Society. Yes. yes. So is, uh, I guess the quicker question, is there any barbershop society of which you are not part of? <laughs> does barbershop am, exist without Jen Cook? That's it does good. not. I'm not a part of Labs. Ah, see? Ah, see? What is, is Labs again? The, the, that's the UK, right? They're, Ladies, they're dogs. Yes. They're Labrador Retrievers. Yes. Labs is just, no. oh, sorry. Oh, no. no. And nothing to do with dogs. Okay. Yeah. Man, and it's, is it Ladies Association of Barbers? British, British, British Barbershoppers? British but yes, something like that. They're going to kill me for not knowing what Labs stands for. I'm sorry, Labs. Oh. Forgive me. Yes, you are a fetching group, though. Amelia is going to be really mad at me. Oh. I think we should just I pause for a second, though. Oh Lord! Here come the bad pause. puns. Yeah. yeah. Look, see how she's petting the. Yes. Yeah. Pause. I'm making pause. Not quite a tail. I don't know. Oh Lord! Oh my God! Exactly. I know. I know. Okay, I'm not going to roll over and take no. this. Hey, Katie, stop scratching my belly. Please. Please. What's that, a cookie? Peanut butter. All right, you so what? Treat. Okay, so I want to know what is it about barbershop that, like, what is it about the barbershop style of singing that's so addictive and cult like for you? <laughs> it's very, it really is. Very well worded. Can you pass me my purple Kool Aid? <laughs> I love barbershop because it's. It really is a difficult art form mm-hmm. to master, and so I love like that continuing education that's inherent in barbershop. What, without getting too geeky about music, what is it about? Yeah. What makes it difficult? If you say anything about Circle of Fits, we're done. <laughs> that was to Katie. Well, that's actually to both uh, of yeah. you. <laughs> It's the it's the four part close harmony, so you really have to know your part well. And I think we're one of the few singing organizations that requires all memorization of all music. Mm. Oh. The director never has the music in front huh. of them when they direct. I never thought about and that. And we also have to we also dance when we sing. Yes, we so, do. Yeah. And yeah. I'm using the term dance loosely when I'm speaking of myself. She's, but we, she's we, also we, looking right at me. Got it. <laughs> So could you give us, though, break it down a little bit for the, our listeners who are not familiar yeah. with the art force. So give us a little Barbershop for Dummies overview. Not that <laughs> anybody looks look at me. Are <laughs> she just glanced over. I, know, I saw it. <laughs> so it's all acapella, so no instrumentation whatsoever. Mm-hmm. So that means that you have to be able to hold your part and sing in key without a, a tuned that's, instrument that's preferred. to help you. Yeah. <laughs> Singing in key is preferred. It's very preferred. Everyone in the same key at the same time is even more preferred. Oh, that's what I was doing. I thought it was like a round. Yeah, okay. Okay. You've just saved me so many awkward conversations. Thank you. (laughs) There are four parts, and um, this is something that a lot of people love. Um, I've talked to a lot of women who sing low, and they haven't been able to really find a place to sing. Mm. Like in church choir, they usually sing with the tenors. Stuff like that. So we love low singers, yeah. mm-hmm. and um, that's those are the people who sing bass, and they can usually get down to like a well. It depends on the bass. They get low. Yeah, low, <laughs> low, 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 low. Oh my gosh! No, no, we're not going there. She hit Steering the floor. <laughs> so you also, you also mentioned something too about the directors. You are also a director on top of all yes. this. So you direct the Scenic City Chorus. 
Mm-hmm. Which you, I've got to say, over the last summer, you had some phenomenal commercials that were done by just yes. a dynamic they were duo. so brilliant. Really awesome people made great commercials <laughs> for my chorus, and they were funny, and I loved them so much. So do you do you prefer being on the riser singing or on the on the floor directing, if you had to choose? That's a great that question. I know, I know. Thank you. That was Mo Barrett. Great question. <laughs> Oscar of great questions. I I think I prefer directing. Really? I think. Mm. Yeah, I so the thing I love about directing the most is seeing people come into the chorus and really get transformed mm-hmm. like they gain self-confidence, they become better performers and better singers. Um there's so much more to it than just the music. Yeah. Um and so I really love being in a position that that can change lives that way yeah. and yeah, that's awesome. and I love singing on the risers too. I sing with Song of Atlanta chorus, and I love them. Okay, so really you do. direct one chorus in Sings Nashville? In no, no. Where's you in Chattanooga? My chorus that I direct is in Chattanooga. And, and so, just remind me on the commute time to direct. <laughs> two. That's two hours from me. One way. One way. Okay. Two hours. So, so I, I just, <laughs> I just want to, I just want to clarify. So you, you prefer directing because you're obviously a control freak. Um, yes, you, very much so. And you drive two <laughs> hours one way to get to rehearsal, and rehearsals are yes. three to four hours. Yes. Yes. Okay. And then and once a week, I'm assuming you drive two hours the other way, unless there's a faster way home. Uh, so two hours. So <laughs> four flies. hours on the road to go direct yes. the course. That is passion, and I love That's I love awesome. that. Like to have a passion for something and to be good at it, because I know you are. I, because I've been in a chorus that you directed when we were at Women's Harmony Brigade. Oh, yes. Oh, that's right, and, Mo. Yeah, see, you, you uh, directed Elephant. We do, I remember singing Elephant. We sang Elephant. Oh, my gosh. Yes. And I remember you had your song. shoes off <laughs> and you were barefooted in the yes. carpet of the hotel. And you are a phenomenal director because you just bring out oh, people and you absolutely. are so engaged. And so uh, oh, I, I think you. it's awesome that Scenic City has you driving four hours a week, you know, <laughs> when, when, when we're driving and meeting in person that's right like that. but oh, I also oh oh but she also sings in two quartets yeah i know not at the same time that's an octet no no, no that would be a sep- septuplet it would sep- be it'd be a septet because she'd be the only lead but that, i digress this, this is the math portion i thought you said septuplets and i was like wow where, I, where I, is this going i probably did <laughs> Yes. So, and you are long distance with, well, so then you sing with people in Atlanta. She sings with people in Canada. That's yeah. how yes. hardcore it's, she is. Uh-huh. It's, and it's, my tenor just moved to Washington. State. The city? Yes. Washington State. Oh, yeah. That's different. It's a state. Don't. Do yeah. not do state capitals. Neither one of you. <laughs> she really wants to but do I it. But I know it. <laughs> yeah. So you, you sing with, uh, you sing. It's Olympia. <laughs> <laughs> Dukakis. <laughs> All right, carry on. Olympia Dukakis is the capital of Washington? It's the capital of Canada. That's awesome. Did you just say Canada? I did. That's, it's a country <laughs> yes. north of Michigan. Okay, so you also, okay. Okay, so you control okay. freak, you drive four hours uh, total a nap. to commute. Um, you sing, so you live in Tennessee. Yes. You uh, sing in Chattanooga. And in sorry, you direct. I just just a minute. Okay, okay. You direct in Chattanooga. <laughs> okay. You sing in Atlanta. Yes. You sing in Canada. <laughs> someone's from Washington and knows Olympia <laughs> Dukakis. But you also <laughs> instruct. So like I've been on some of your in some of your classes. So you also instruct. And so, if you had to choose between teaching people 
and changing our lives through the classroom, mm. or being on the floor directing and changing our lives to see the transformation, or singing in one of the seven different places you commute to in two countries because you're international now. <laughs> interstate, intrastate. Which do you prefer? Teaching, oh, directing, or singing? It's like <laughs> that is choice. a great question. It is because there's so many... You know, honestly, it probably still goes to directing because I do a lot of education while I'm directing. So I kind of get that yeah. that fix as well. Yeah. Um, and sometimes I just sing with my chorus, yeah. too. So I can kind of get all of that in when I'm directing. So when you but sing... I have... Go ahead. Yeah, no, no, go ahead. No, go ahead. You go. I was just going to say, I have loved teaching. I, I When I first started teaching, I, I teach in elementary school. I never thought that adult education was going to be something that I loved, yeah. and I love it. That's awesome. I love teaching in barbershop. And you're good land. at it. Yeah. I just sat in oh, one of... Oh, thank you. I just sat in a class that you taught this past weekend, actually. Yes. Um, that had nothing for you, nothing that applied <laughs> to you whatsoever. But I was there for moral support, and it was awesome. <laughs> but, I, but I also think that regardless of what the subject matter is there's always something you can take away from a class. So I think you yes. taught a class on uh, membership retention, mm-hmm. right? Yes. Um, mm-hmm. But I still think there are things like whether, like we watch, a lot of times we watch courses now and we look at how they present or how mm-hmm. they use, you know, we, we were just watching Amy Cuddy's uh, talk about power poses and, and nonverbal oh, stuff like yes. that. Oh, yes, yes, I heard Really about good that. TED so Talks. Good. We were just watching that. But mm-hmm. we start watching like, why is she holding the clicker in her hand like that? Why is she walking over there? Like yeah. diagnosing those kind of things. But um, I yes. think you look at it through mm-hmm. a different eye, but... That's awesome. Okay, exactly. so you sing in courses, you direct courses, you sing in two quartets mm-hmm. internationally. You also teach. You teach uh, young kids. Are you teaching music education to the kids? Uh, no, I'm actually my my um, degree is actually in English. So I'm a like a literacy coach. I teach reading. Cool. And is it, is it still yeah. left to right, top to bottom? Is that still the that's the preferred? Typically, uh, let me think. Yes, okay. yes, okay. that's good. <laughs> Unless you have your phone mirrored, then it's. She's one of the best proofreaders I've ever met, too. So when you text, just uh. use a good eye because. <laughs> oh, I, I text with her. I like to intentionally put stuff in. She likes to put the prepositions at the ends of the sentences. Oh, I and know. In the sentence, on both sides of the phrase. Oh, which sentences. I know. Sentences are something I like to end, or prepositions are something I like to end sentences with. <laughs> Oh my well, gosh. Well, prepositions are something with which I like to end with sentences which I like with. To end sentences with. Yeah. <laughs> oh my yeah. gosh. Yep, all the time. All right, so you're barbershop royalty and all these. And are you active in barbershop harmony societies education as well? Are you teaching with yes, them? Oh, that's cool. Yes. I've been thrilled. Um, they've invited me to teach at Harmony University. I think this will be my sixth year awesome. now. And. It's a privilege. I love I love teaching. Yeah. So yeah. Well, no, and yeah. this is another thing too that I've I've been like kind of on the periphery of other singing organizations, but do, I I have never been a part of another singing organization like BHS or HI or um, SAI who have so much focus on education. Mm-hmm. Yes. And it's never that is a big draw. Yeah, and mm-hmm. it's it's not always like you talked about how barbershop is a, a more difficult singing form. And I, mm-hmm. and I don't think that it's just because of that, because I think a lot of the stuff that we do about it's not the classes and the education are not just about singing. It's also about all the other stuff that comes with it. But I just don't know of any yes. other singing organizations like that or professional organizations that have so much continuing education. Absolutely. I, I think, yes, I think education is definitely one of our strongest suits, yeah. truly. And we're it's it's in the mission statements. It's it's definitely like high up on the ladder of um 
priorities, yeah. I think, for all of the organizations. Well, and I guess it's... And as, I love that. Yeah, I guess it's somebody who, like, I'm a continual learner, but somebody who's... Yes. Who continual learner, but also somebody who's a good instructor. I, I can imagine that's also another... Uh, uh, just a benefit of all yeah. the stuff that we get to do. So. Absolutely. And you, well, you're an excellent instructor too. Instructor. You're an Is excellent this a literacy instructor. coach. That's right. <laughs> <laughs> you're an excellent instructor too, Mo. Yeah. I've sat yes. in your classes, Mo and Katie yeah. together. Yeah. You both do a Ta-da. wonderful job. Yeah. <laughs> That's fun. Yes. I'd love those. Yeah. And I think too, um, one thing that has taken a hit over the last year with life shifting as it has, has been mm-hmm. singing. And barbershop yes. in particular, because it's acapella, it's the only way you can do it. It's got to be at least four people. And mm-hmm. you have, like, you didn't miss a beat. You like, <laughs> all right, guys, we're doing this online. How can we make all of this work? And I think it's been really, and it's, you know, we can all sit around, you know, we could all just sit here and cry about this all day. But, you know, it's <laughs> the way that you've pivoted and made the online transition and kept your chorus going and taught other people to do it has been really really impressive so oh thank you yeah. so much yeah and every tuesday you a lot to me and every tuesday you're still releasing the the tags with jen you can sing with yes. jen yes i'm doing those those multi um multi-tracking tags which i love again yeah I, apparently i love everything i keep saying i love i love that <laughs> <laughs> well, I we, love well, we love you yes we do oh, i love you <laughs> i love her more though i've loved her for longer I win. I, <laughs> I got nothing. I, I, I got nothing. Yeah, what are you, yeah, I mean, what are you supposed to do with that? <laughs> all, all I can do is just kick your butt in Dutch Blitz. So, oh, yeah. oh, yeah. True story. Mm-hmm. We, we, we rue the day that we taught you how to play Dutch Blitz. <laughs> she was so saying. good at she it. She rues the day that she doesn't catch me cheating. I cheat all the time. She doesn't even catch <laughs> How does she not get that? I'm going to start counting out (laughs) your cards for you. Anyway. (laughs) Anyway. Yeah, so we just wanted to talk to you and then... Yes. um, Yeah. Just because we've had... I mean, yeah, we've been talking about music. That's obviously very important to us. We've been been threatening our listening audience that Barbershop was coming and you were the perfect person to have as our guest. (laughs) Yeah, so we'll be sure to also, like, post some of your... um, your your tags and, and things and oh, I want to post some of the ones that you've been really good about you and Katie been to kind of reaching out and doing yeah, some stuff. Then we had a, a nice things. blooper reel that Katie was um, put together <laughs> yes, the other day. I love like, that actually. It's always funny. Like, like oh, yeah. Well, I mean, how long are your tags when you post tags uh, on Tuesday? The the tag itself finished product is less than a minute. Yeah. Yeah. Oh yeah. Definitely. Usually like thirty seconds. How long does it take you to put that thirty <laughs> seconds? Because you got to sing all four parts. Oh, absolutely. Because. I'll I'll put down the bass first because I'm not naturally a low vo- voice person, so I have to do it when my voice is still low. And then, as I start to sing along with myself, especially if I have what's what's called a post for the lead, the lead sings melody, and a lot of times they'll do like what's called a post or a hanger where they hold out a note for a really long time. So when I'm singing the bass. Lead Jen gets really mad at bass Jen for taking her sweet time. And I'm trying to hold out this post going, what the heck was I thinking when I was singing this bass part? So that takes a while just to build up the energy and the stamina to get that part out there. And then and, and just so you know, we've started to go fund me for her for her multi-personality um, <laughs> yeah, therapy. Yes, please. <laughs> it's Baritone Jen and, is and not Jen. speaking. No, they, they can, Baritone Jen and Tenor Jen are not speaking yeah, right now. Very and it's angry uncomfortable. With each other. <laughs> yeah, Jen's a schizophrenic, but she's good people. <laughs> uh, uh, uh. I can talk amongst myself. Yes. I just, uh, we, you know, we talked about all the, the, the parts. Uh, there's the lead, the baritone, the tenor. So tenor's the highest part, then the lead sings the melody, baritone and the melody, and the bass. And you sing lead in your quartets, yes? Yes, I sing lead in both my quartets. 
as a control freak director, and I've always heard the other part, the fifth part for Barbershop is the director part, which is a combination of tenor, lead, <laughs> bass, and baritone. It is absolutely true, yes. Is that what you sing when you sing along with your chorus? Do you sing direct tone? Okay. I sing direct and it's whatever part I like in any particular, like, oh, I like that baritone part, so I'm going to sing that, and oh, the yeah. lead sounds great there, so I'm going to sing that, yes. Yeah. So I, I have to director. ask you in closing then, what, I mean, you, it's hard to pick favorites, but, you know, as you know, you have to have favorites. So what would you say your favorite part of the four is? Oh, and there so probably you know, is a right answer here <laughs> that Mo I is looking for. I actually sang baritone when I first started singing with Song of Atlanta, and I loved it. Yeah, I really so did. At it. Yeah, so baritone is the best part. So and <laughs> the first quartet that we you were in together. <laughs> the first quartet that Jen and I were in together with our mom and our mom's friend Pat, she sang baritone because I sang I did. Lead. Ah, and then you guys were also in a mixed quartet with your nephews, oh, your yes. sons. Which yes. I just watched and posted the other yeah. day. I'm so glad you reposted that. So and much. you were introduced by Deke Sharon, who we were just talking about earlier today. <gasps> are, yes. you, are you like buddies with Deke? Um, I or see Mr. Sharon to you. Uh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Mr. Sharon <laughs> is my father. Deke Sharon. Deke <laughs> Darren. Um, I know. <laughs> he has liked some of my quartet stuff. That's as far as I can go with Deke I don't, so far. I, yeah, I don't want to brag or one-up you, but uh, we were just, we were just uh, yeah. DMing him. I Last slid night. into his DMs on the IM. And, uh, wow. Or in the IG. It's, it's only dirty if you make it like that. So We got to talk to Deke. Um, backstage after we performed and he yes. was so like sweet to my boys like he went out of his way to like talk to each of them and yeah. he was just so yeah. like he was like oh my gosh that was so much fun and he was like he yeah. was awesome and I got so. to meet Deke at um, at yeah. uh, IES IES International Education Symposium in Manchester yes. so yeah yes. so yeah for those of you who don't know who Deke Sharon is go watch Pitch Perfect 1, 2, or 3 well it's yes. not called Pitch Perfect 1 but Pitch Perfect and Pitch Perfect 2, two or three. 3 yeah <laughs> so good <laughs> Yeah. Anyway, I just want to make sure. So, just just to sum up, uh, control freak—that's why you're director. Yes. International singer, mm-hmm. part of three barbershop organizations, also mm-hmm. an instructor, and mm-hmm. baritone is your favorite part. So, I just want to say <laughs> thank you. Um, oh, and I guess I should clarify: I sing baritone. <laughs> what? Um, really? Yeah, I know. Yeah. Do you? What a well, Not well, but yes. <laughs> anyway. We don't want to keep you, Jen. We just want to say thank you. And oh, it's important I love for you us. all so much. Yeah. I love the Mo and Katie show. I think you all are amazing. Thank you. Fun. And we'll uh, we'll be posting your your tags, and uh, we'll post yes. the ones with your sister because those are the. Oh yeah, Yay. please. Yeah, I would love that. Yay! So. Yay. Awesome. All right. So all that right. was fun. That was so, good. And if you're interested in checking out Sweet Adelines or Barbershop or Barbershop um, Harmony Society or Harmony Incorporated, there's a lot of resources on the internet. So we hope that you enjoyed that. Yay! And as usual. We want to leave you with our typical gratitude, humor, and positivity with a quote about gratitude. I love this one. It's going to make you screech. (laughs) This will just um, light up all 56 leaves on your clover. Um, This is a quote by Maya Angelou. This is a quote by Maya Angelou. This is a wonderful day. I've never seen this one before. I just like that. I know it doesn't mention gratitude directly. Dude, drop the clover. That is good. <laughs> Do it again. This is a wonderful day. I've never seen this one before. Thanks, Maya Angelou. That's awesome. Isn't it a good one? That is I good. love I like it. it. Cool. Well, go hug a polar bear. <laughs> as long as it's been orphaned, because you don't. the That's other right. ones will scratch you. It could yeah. be very dangerous. Yeah. So. 
Awesome. Well, cool. This was good. And thanks to Jen for um, joining us. Yes. And, Thank you, uh, Jen. We will see you next week. And mm-hmm. in the meantime, I will say be grateful, keep laughing, and stay positive. And we'll see you next time. Okay, bye. Bye. Don't forget to pendiculate. <laughs> <laughs>